The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terra. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy between a blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and blogger of the Sammy High School State Sports Blog. I'd like to welcome our friends watching us on Oriented Television, also hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud. I got Ian Locke here. Yeah. And week seven's <laughs> been crazy. Week seven's been crazy. It's going to well, lead to a dramatic week eight. If it wasn't up. crazy, we would have seen it as kind of what's happening. I mean, the yeah. whole season's been uh, a wild ride. and You said it's been a twilight zone. It's a complete twilight zone. And But we're, what are we starting to see? We're starting to see those teams that are rounding into shape. And getting ready for the playoffs. ready for the playoffs. And you can see the teams that potentially have a good shot at winning maybe a couple games in the playoffs. I think there is a couple of them. Um, just recently, three teams qualified for the playoffs. Um, West Bloomfield, Lake Orion, and Oak Park just recently qual- joined Farmington and North Farmington, qualifying for the state playoffs, getting their sixth win of the season. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk those three those three teams and also um, and also the um, others around the league as well. Um, let's talk about the two games that were there were three games in my opinion that were just completely shocking to me. Um, <laughs> from one from each division. Um, the let's go from the blue first. Okay. The first one that shocked me was Avondale losing their third straight game to um Ferndale forty two twenty eight. Now Ferndale had some problems this year. They yes. could not score. Yep. They could not. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything right. Well, they found and then it. They found it against Avondale, and then all of a sudden Avondale's defense has been. A nightmare. 149 points allowed in three games. That's not good. That's a lot. That is a lot. Now this team sits at three and four and in danger of missing the playoffs. So when you look at Avondale's road, it's not a good road. No. Nope. You know, and they're in some trouble. And Ferndale, they still got a chance. I mean, they get by Royal Oak. They, I think they which get they by can. Royal Oak, which they can. Um, and then they have that game at Birmingham Detroit Country Day, a team they've beaten twice. But Country Day is a different team than they've been the past two years. Yeah. So, Ferndale's road a little bit tougher. But for Avondale, what? The tails, the wheels have fallen off on this yeah, team. Yeah, It really has. Yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, we thought, you know, a couple of weeks ago that was just a bump in the road. We lost and, the Detroit Renaissance. Yeah, and then um, you said, well, they'll bounce back, and it didn't happen. No. So, still waiting for the bounce. It really didn't happen. I mean, like, so now Avondale in real danger. They gotta be. They gotta win their next two against Berkeley, and then they close out the year with Birmingham Seahome. Um, so they really gotta win these next two games. They want to because they're getting a shot at five and four. Yeah. Um, the white was the game of the week in the white was this astonishing Stony Creek and <laughs> Groves. That was a crazy game because yeah, wow. Stony Creek controlled that game. Head to toe against Groves until a real bad exchange. It's like your worst nightmare, right? Until a real bad exchange. It was a 39 on Groves' 18-yard line. And Groves, um, Stony Creek, some, I believe it was Nick Eckow and um, and, um, Camp, and, um, and Buford, they, they fumbled the exchange, the handoff. And the then, one like, thing you don't want. The one thing you do not want is you fumble the ball. You know, you're getting control of the game. You fumble the ball deep in the red zone, and you let the opponent go and score yeah. a 75-yard touchdown. And you're thinking, worst case, you go for a field goal or you go for it on fourth down, and you pin them deep. Well, they're they're at the 18-yard line. Yeah. It grows. So 
if all you had to do was just just run pure power. Yeah. Just run pure power and basically. Was it um, a read option play? Well, it was a zone read play, yes. Okay. And then the ball fumbled and Groves went back and Picked took it. Picked it up and took it yards. to the house. Yep. Yeah. So what a turn. And it turned it turned things around, you know what I mean? Because Stony Creek, <laughs> they they had that game. Yeah. They had it. And, and, and it's tough to sit back as uh, you know, Stony Creek sitting there looking at going one play. One could, play could hold the season in the balance. And Unfortunately, you know, for them, you know, now it's they're in a really interesting spot because they're yeah. now sitting at four and three. You still got to play Rochester and Adams to close out the year, and that Adams game's no gimme game. So yeah. when I look at Stony Creek, I mean, but you got to look at. I was talking. They got to the, win out. They got to win out. I was talking in the car with my brother Anthony Termini today, host of History Now, and um, between Termini's as well. Um, we were talking about Stony Creek's road, and Stony Creek has. You know, they were they've blown every chance they had. They had the Oak Park game. Yeah. I know their best they blown the Oak Park game. They lost the Sea Home game. That one is a killer right now. Yeah. And then of course you lose this game. So when I look at so so close. It's been so close for this for this team. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, like they have they just it's it's been game of inches for Stony Creek. <laughs> it is, it really is. But there is still hope for this team. Because Stony Creek still has, you know, that Adams game. Very important. That Adams game that is, is where? huge at Stony Creek. Okay. So when you look at that game with Adams, that is just huge. Yeah. And because having right. I don't know. Because yeah. I don't know if this team would get in at 5-4 and four with that, with the quality of opponents. Their best wins Utica Ford. And Utica Ford's right now at 4-3. and three. So, and they got a tough schedule looming. Yeah. So. I don't know if Stony Creek, they might, you're right, and they have to win out. They, they have to win out. They and, have to win out. You know, looking at Rochester, we saw Rochester this last Friday here mm-hmm. at Lake Warren. Um, Stony should take care of business. Don't overlook them. You can't because overlook Because we saw Rochester in the first half, or at least the first quarter of that Lake Warren game, they're gamers. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, they cause turnovers. They can, they can score. Yeah, which they, they did. They yeah, look good doing it, too. They look good doing it. You and know? you're going, this is a game. So regardless of record, that sort of thing, Stoney's got to come in focused. They got to come in focused, and that game is in um, is at Rochester. And there's a lot of storylines with that one, too, considering it is the Falcon Frenzy game. Yep. Um, also, it is the return of Nick Merlo to Rochester. Of <laughs> yeah. course, he was, a, um, he was an assistant at Rochester to Nick Merlo. We know about his dad, Mark yep. Merlo. Yep. Merlot over at Rochester. I mean, when he was at Rochester, I mean, like, just a lot of storylines heading into that yeah. game. Um, and but the game that I would think that Stony Creek would need is Adams. Yes. Now for Groves on Groves' side, this could have been might have been the best thing to happen to Groves is to be in a very competitive game because the last because they have not been in a competitive game since the game against Oak Park. Yeah. So when you look at when you look at Groves, I mean, this might and be the record best is, thing. Sitting, is sitting yeah. at what now? Groves right now. Is Growth right now is um, they are six and one. Okay, they also qualified for yeah. the playoffs. Um, so now it sets up a big matchup with um Seahome coming up, and that and Groves has beaten Seahome six straight times. So, but for Groves with Coach Brendan Flurry, this might be the best thing to happen. Yeah. Yes, even though they lost Rob Donaldson um in that game, they got, he got hurt. But I hate to see injuries late in the season. But like but when you look at Groves, um, this might be the best thing to happen to that team. Considering, yeah. you know, who knows that they were like on cruise control and all yeah. that. 
But I'm telling you, Stony Creek, that's a team nobody wants to see. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, and um, all of the games have been hyper competitive, mm-hmm. right? And tight, and they've shown they can do. They're they're strong in all phases. You know, Stony Creek is yeah, yeah, they are. and their offensive line's very good. Their defensive line's very good. Great running back, good quarterback. I and, mean, like. And we're talking, like you said, it's one of those teams where we're watching it develop right before our eyes, right? The armor up culture's really took an effect. It has. And you see from what they were to what they are now, and you're like, oh, they're so close. And we've seen teams like that. And what it depends on their age, and I don't know how old they are. They're a young group. If they're a young group and they're doing what they're doing now, I mean, the future is very bright. I know we don't, they don't want to talk about future because you're living in the now, and they have a couple games they need to win to get right. into the playoffs. But I only see an upward trajectory with these guys continuing forward, especially all these te- these teams are playing tight games. And you're, you're, like you say, a fumble here, a, a, an inch there, just these little things. And we could be talking about a whole different class of uh, record here. Oh, I agree Creek. with Stony Creek. I agree with them, you know, and playing that playing Groves in Beverly Hills on the road. Yeah. You know, they were close. It was really, really close. So now Stony Creek moves on to take on them. Rochester next on them. We're going to preview that game. Um, the other game <laughs> is Adams and Clarkston. What? Tale of two games. Especially it was, it in was the two games, half. wasn't it? Two games. You know, Clarkston held a 13 nothing lead in the middle of the third quarter. Adams comes back and scores two touchdowns, takes a 14-13 lead. Clarkston goes and scores in the start of the fourth quarter. They score a big touchdown thanks to their freshman, Ethan Clark, who had a monster who, game again. This kid. He had a monster game again. He had a monster game again. Number 16 of Clarkson. Yeah. He had a monster game again. Um, But then Clarkson got an onside kick and then went down oh. and scored, <laughs> but missed the PAT. It was 27-14 Is that favor. what it was? it was? They missed the PAT? Yes, it was 27-14 in favor of, um, of Clarkson. And then... And then Adams went down, scored. Anthony Petrino went for a, um, I believe it was a 34-yard touchdown um, yeah. run. Wow. And then, and then of course, Parker B. Coe scored a five-yard touchdown. A freshman receiver. To beat, uh, make Clarkson up 28-27 with about 2-10 to go in the game. And then um, and then when Clarkson was going d- driving down the field, um, Mike DePillo, the quarterback, threw a pick to um, oh. Logan Sari. Um, and that was your ball game. With 46 seconds left, that was game over. Wow! So that, and then, and then you have the gold rush storm in the field <laughs> at Adams um, with the. Um, was that their homecoming? No, it was not. Okay. Um, and Adams beat Clarkson 28-27. Adams now goes to five and two on the year. Clarkson falls to three and four. I mean, like when you look at, Ugh. let's talk for let's talk Adams first. Yeah, because Clarkson's going to be a whole other subject. Adams needed this one in a big way. I, I, to beat Clarkston and and the way they did it. Talk about heart and guts, right? Mm-hmm. So I can give you a, a blow-by-blow. So we were co- – ONTV TV's covering the game at Lake Orion homecoming last week, right? Mm-hmm. Last Friday. And so we were watching that score, uh, the Clarkston, because that's who's coming up next, right? Right. And so we saw, you know, Adams come out flat. and uh, Clarkson was really laying it to him. We're like, uh-oh, that's it. And then we saw late, you know, the Clarkson had the lead late. And we said, okay, that's it. We didn't see the final. So I want to say a good portion of us walking out of the press box going, we can't wait for next week for Lake Orion Clarkson, right? Good game anyway. But now there's a lot on the line because Clarkson beat Adams. 
That we was thought not the Clarkston case. won, and then I didn't find out until late Friday night that no, it, it, they did not take the W. It was a comeback win for Adams. Crazy. If you're Kurt Richardson right now, if you're if you're Kurt Richardson right now, you're scrambling for a ninth thinking? game. You're scrambling for a ninth game. You are because now you're in a really you bad it. spot. You are in a really bad spot now because now you don't get that game. You have to beat Lake Orion <laughs> and. Whoever else. To, and whoever else. We're going to talk Clarkson in a minute. Yeah. But let's go to Adams' case. Yes. Adams, Adams. looked horrendous, you know, <laughs> last few weeks, scoring 50 points. Yeah. They, 50 they, total they points since that week. They couldn't, couldn't score. score. Yeah. I mean, now they put up 28, and now they have two games to go on the road. Adams is 0 2 on the road oh. this season. Both losses, you know, you know one of them. Yeah. Lake and the other one. And the other one was West Bluefield. Yes. And if you're Adams, you gotta win on the road. That's if you wanna be a good team, if you wanna if you wanna be a good team, you have to win on the road. Yes. And Adams has proven they have not done that. They could this week yes. when they go to Southfield and take on a Warriors team that is four and three, basically fighting for their playoff life. Yeah, and but <laughs> They could throw it at you too. You, yeah. you you have to be ready to go. If I had to take a trust a five and four team right now to get in the playoffs right now, it would yeah. be Southfield. Because you look at Southfield's body of work, yeah. they have played because especially with who they got coming up. You got Adams. Yep. And then he close out the year River Rouge. River Rouge, Rouge is tough. six and one. Yeah. Yeah, tough team. They got him at Southfield though, which helps. Yeah. Um, but when you look at Adams, you know, they've got to rely on their experience. Anthony Petrino's going to have to play well. Parker Pico, the freshman, is going to have to play well. Um, the running game, I know Griffin Hankey, he's a very good running back. I mean, like, yeah. um, and then, of course, you have um, the quarterback and um, Carter Ferris. And they're going to have to perform on the road, you know. And I think, you know, being at home has its advantages, but you got to win games on the road. Yeah. You know, that's going to make or break a team, you know, yeah. when you look at it. Yeah, you can't just hope to to sweep the home games and then expect good things to happen. You right. have yeah, you have to win on the road. You got to win on the road and right yes. now and and for Adams, you know, they and I know Tony Petrino the head coach there knows this. You got to win games on the road. Yeah. And I really also think that Veer, the Veer offense gave Clarkson a lot of trouble. You think it, so? It, it it gives teams a lot of trouble. You know that offense does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that offense does. Well, they but, say tackle everybody. Yeah, but <laughs> but that was hard and guts by Adams in that game. It was. And, it's not easy. I mean, talk about focus and determination to not, not only for the coach to keep the kids. From and, Petrito, yeah. Yeah, to keep the kids at Adams in line and to say, hey, focus on this. We can do this. And you're at home. You got your crowd behind you. That can give you a boost. Mm -hmm. You're on the road, and you got to do it from, on the road. You got to find it from within. Yeah, and I, I don't even know what to say about Adams because I thought they would be have six wins by now already. You know, at least in my mind. Well, they said the five and two. Yeah, and them on the bubble, like I don't say on the bubble because they should take care of their next opponent. Southfield and Adams. That's gonna be very well. Interesting. I mean, it's gonna be close, but ah. They have to score. I, I again. Can they put this the offensive number together? That's gonna again, be the key. Back to back. That's gonna be the key because considering your next two opponents for Adams is 
at A&T, and yeah. then they got to play at Stony Creek. So those well, are going to be. You got Yeah. That, that, get get that one Stony, out of the way. Yeah, get Stony Creek games going to be very interesting. Yes. But if Adams were to knock off Southfield, you know, go to 6-2, and two, that would be huge for them. Huge, absolutely. You know, and then, of course, they had that big one against Stony Creek. Because yes. imagine if you're coming in there 5-3, and three, taking on a 5-3 three, Stony Creek yes. team. Playoffs on the line. I don't know. Huge it game. would be a huge game. It yeah. would be an absolute huge game. Yeah. Now let's look at the other side. Clarkston. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> three and four. Yeah. Three and four. Um, it's, it's hard to imagine what has gone on with this program. Yes, they've gotten two big injuries that, are, that have killed them. Yeah. Um, of course, Matt Miller out for the year. Yep. Um, and, of course, you have Hayden Temple, their linebacker, was out for the year. But when you look at this team, Clarkson's got a blend of young nucleus. Of course, when you look at players like Jack Kern, you look at him. Justin Book- Bushman, um, and then, of course, we talked about Ethan Clark, um, and then Mike DePilla, quarterback. I mean, their future is bright. You yeah. know, there's they got a ton of good oh, skill uh, players. And that's not mentioned Blake Cozen, yeah. and then their line. You go, you got Rocco Spinner, Garrett Dillinger, both of them up front. You also got Ben Haas and Cole Dillinger yeah. on that line as well. I mean, like, but, you know, for them right now, sitting at three and four, I mean, they're scratching and it, clawing it, 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 for everything. It, yeah, and that's basically what it is when you look at Clarkson. And the fact that they don't have a Week 9 game right now, Yeah, and that hurts them. Oh, completely. Because if they can't get a Week 9 game, you know, if they can't get a Week 9 game, because their whole season basically rests on this game against Lake Orion. It does. And Lake Orion... <laughs> They they're hungry for the wolves, don't you think? They've lost nine straight games. They're nine hungry straight, for nine a, straight years. Yes. The, uh, eight straight years, the wolves, ten times overall. Yeah, they're hungry, mm-hmm. and so far, they're looking up to you know they're looking up to the task that sits before them. They're taking care of the opponents they should. Uh, the the one loss was against a West Bloomfield in a classic four, four OTs. I mean, it's a classic, right? So uh, Clarkson got shut out by West Bloomfield, twenty-four zip, which still rattles my brain. You know, it's but it is what it is. This is the reality of the Wolves this year, right? So I, you know, I was in the impression that once you have the schedule set, it's set. But it sounds like, hey, if you can, you can convince somebody to come north to play, or would they go on the road? road, Yeah, would they go on the road? And I think an interesting one. Let's say if Clarkson. Because there's a couple teams that have Week 9 openings. Okay. Um, who, who are potential? See, this is news. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this is, this is where it's come down to. The, mm-hmm. the, the Wolves season is coming down to who needs a game. Who needs a game? And are we willing to travel to get it? Or do they have to come up to Clarkson? One team in particular, of course, um, there's a couple teams in particular, maybe three of them, that could be looking for Week 9 games. Um. Farmington, of course, um, just recently um, dropped their game with them, Detroit Old Redford Academy. Um, that could be an option there. Um, Detroit Cast Tech. So they dropped the game like it's off the schedule. It's off the schedule, yeah. Ah. Detroit Cast Tech is another one. That would be an interesting. That would, if, <laughs> if those two teams were to play each other, that would be another interesting game. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or maybe Birmingham Brother Ice. That could be another one. 
because they're not in the prep bowl. Detroit Cast Tech's not in the Detroit Public School League playoffs. Could you just imagine if Clarks and Troy Cast Tech played each other week nine? That would be a that would be in uh, two storied programs going at, at each other. It would be fun. But, but do, what are the? But would Clarkson say, "Hey, we got to pick someone"? Are they just going to say, "We need anybody"? We need anybody. We'll take all comers. Anybody, come on they up here. They have said that all year. They have, have said they? that all year. Okay. They have said that all year. They would because take- isn't the problem they're running into is that they didn't. They don't like scheduling home and homes or something. So that's how you get one play. You know, like uh, like Orion's well, going to have Monroe up. We went down there. They're coming up here this year. Well, that's so that's, if you're only doing one offs. I go, that's kind of a scheduling snafu. It's kind of a scheduling snafu. snafu. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But it's really interesting how how it would play out, you know, like if you're Clarkson. But everything for them flows in the Lake Orion game. We mentioned, yeah, yeah. If Lake Orion handles If Lake Orion them, beats Clarkson, you it's know. All, it doesn't matter. Then it don't matter. Yeah. So when you look at Clarkson, you know, this is the game they need. And it's a football for a cure game. Yes. That does not favor Lake Orion. Here's why. <laughs> They're one and three in those games. Oh. They're one and three. But there's different teams. I mean, because we played Clarkston last year, right, in this they game. They lost 24-14. Yeah, and what did Lake or uh, Clarkston's team uh, end up doing? Yeah, I know. Right? So, I mean, we're talk- it's a complete flip of the script, right? We're, we're flipping the script here. You know, Lake Orion is in the driver's seat. They've already qualified. They're not going to look at I, – I, they will never look beyond. If you're beyond. Lake Orion, if you're they Lake won't Orion, look beyond the Wolves, dude. You they can't – if you're Lake Orion, you know what I mean? They won't. you got to handle your business because when you look at this when you look at this team, if you go 8-1 to finish the year home up, game. you're going to likely get a home game. If you lose this game, you're likely going on the road first round. Yes. They're looking for a first-round home game. That should be the motivation for Lake Orion. You – have got to be looking for a home game. Yes. You got to win out these next two games. Because if you don't, you're going on the road like either to Davison or like the Lapeer. Yeah. You know? And Lapeer's got a higher uh Right they now they got a tough game this week with Birmingham Brother Rice. Yeah. And then they gotta close out the game with Davison. Yeah, and if they win those, they're gonna be in the play they'll be up ahead of the uh, Lake Orion regardless in the playoff points. Mm-hmm. But when you look at when you look at the playoff map, you know, we're going to talk the playoff map next week. Okay. Um, Is it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of gonna, shifting going on. A lot of shifting know. going on. You, you have know, your favorites. Especially but, uh, in Division One, Division Two. That's yeah. where the entire OA is going to be, yeah. you know, focused around. Um, but I think when you look at the playoff map, when you look at the teams that are doing very well right now, um, considering, you know, you know West Bloomfield will probably get a number one seed. They'll likely have to deal with Bert, with nobody Detroit Catholic Central. Um, Lake Orion possibly dealing with either Davison or Lapeer. Um, maybe Romeo. Um, Adams. All tough. Adams possibly dealing with them. Um, if they were to get in, possibly going um, either going north or going east. Or Stony Creek if they get in. Same situation. Yeah. Uh, and Southfield. South of A&T, possibly going, um, possibly going south um, if they were to get in. And then you have um, in Division Two, Grove, Seahome could be facing each other. Farmington, North Farmington could face each other, have North Farmington go to Walled Lake, Western. Um, or Oak Park, of course, dealing with UD Jesuit in down that Detroit area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so a lot of 
scenario. But there's still, still a lot to, of moving still parts. There's still a lot of moving parts. Yeah. You know, Snooze to You releases his playoff mats every Monday night. Um, and I check him out, see where he's got him going. Um, I usually do a playoff projection map. Usually I'm going to do, I'm going to do a playoff projection, um, map next week. It'll be on the Sammy I'm high school sports blog at SD 46 blogspot.com. <laughs> and, um, it's going to be really interesting to see where these, where these parts usually go. And it's going to be really, really interesting where these parts go. Yeah. Yeah, it, but that but that also makes it fun. I mean, it this does. is there's there's the great thing about this season, and we've said it since what week one, <laughs> when a lot of weirdness happened. We week one, yeah, right. It's like who's going to beat who on every given week. We don't know, mm-hmm. and uh, teams that you expected to do well have kind of stumbled. Teams you expect to do kind of in the middle of the road have excelled, and. Coaching changes, regime changes, different things. You know, uh, players out of nowhere. The running back at Clarkston. Yeah, Ethan Clark. Fresh, what a pickup, right? I'm yeah, a, he's a I, freshman. I've, I've seen Ethan Clark playing youth football. I've seen him play. He reminds me a lot of Mike McKenna at Lapeer. Um, or Braden McKenna at Lapeer. Um, he is a – they're both very shifty backs. Yeah. Um, they're both very – they can be dominant players when they need to be. But that's the I mean, exciting, right? An injury brings this kid to the fore, and mm-hmm. he's putting on a show. Yep, he's right? doing very well, Clarkson. He, fantastic. So that's those, there's a name that we can look at, you know, for the future. And mm-hmm. the the big kid over at Adams, big receiver. Yeah, Parker Bicot, Oh, yep. like that kid. Parker Good Bicot, hands, yep. big, fast, awesome, right? And then you look at um, And then you got to look at um. Oxford, they yeah. got an interesting future. You know what I mean? Because yep. they're virtually a young team. They only have like 15 seniors on that team. Yeah, wow. That's a young team. Yeah, so they get majority of the people back. and Right, I mean, so. They do we, lose Drew Carpenter, which is going to hurt them, though. Yeah. But they do. But they veteran quarterback always a pain, you know, pain to lose that. But Well, no, they got Brady back. He's gonna be, oh, he's is he back? Okay. Yeah. But, but, he, but you're looking at it like all, it, all these little moving parts, all these interesting things going on. And nothing is settled. Nothing. <laughs> nothing is settled. We got two games left and nothing settled. We and got two weeks left. Yeah. Two weeks it's left. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, let's look at the week eight games. Let's look okay, at the week eight sure. games. This one's going to be very interesting. Um, let's go to the blue first. Because there's a lot on the line. I mean, right? We're, this is nitty-gritty time. Yeah. There's if, a if lot on the line. If you're sniffing the playoffs, you're sniffing the six wins, you're, or five for that matter, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on, right? Let's go to our first game. Crazy. You got Detroit Leadership Academy, who's 6-1, and one, having their best season ever. Really? Go in the Pontiac to take on the Phoenix. Oh, um, Pontiac's coming off a 32-6 loss to Royal Oak on a Friday night. Um, when you look at this game, this could be a really close game. You think so? I think so, because Pontiac's played a, a more vicious schedule than Detroit Leadership Academy. That's true. Um. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if Pontiac pulls off the upset here. It's at Wisner Stadium, considering they close out the year with, um, with um, I think it's Riverview Father Gabriel Richard oh. to close out the year. And um, that's going to be a tough game for Pontiac. Um, but I'm going to take in a close, close game, give me Detroit Leadership Academy. Okay. Um. When you look at Pontiac, you know, trying to build a program up, I seen the film against um, Royal Oak, and they just do not look very good at all. They just, I'm, I'm being honest, they just do not yeah. look very good at all. 
Yeah. It's, it's some when your confidence is shot, sometimes mm-hmm. that takes a toll. Mm-hmm. Right? It does. Um who do you got in that game? Detroit leadership Cammy, or are you gonna go are yeah, you gonna go Pontiac? I can't I would love like we said, we're fans of the Phoenix. We're rooting for those guys hard. I just don't see it. It's gonna be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you are too. <laughs> um let's go to um Ferndale at Royal Oak, of course. This one's going to be very interesting. Um, it's a rivalry game, of course. Ferndale, Royal Oak, pretty close to each other. Um, yep. Royal Oak, really disappointing year, sitting at two and um two and five. Um, they do got to play at Flint Kearsley next week. Kearsley's having a really good season. Yeah. Um, going to be in the um Flint Metro um in a Flint Metro um league championship game against um Ortonville Brandon. Oh no, second place game against Ortonville Brandon. Oh. Um, so that'll be a really interesting game. So do you think Royal Oaks got a chance against Ferndale this week? Ferndale sits at three and four. Uh, I think Ferndale takes care of it. Yeah, I think so too. I think the Eagles, um, it might be close, but it's, it's one of those toss ups. You're not sure. <laughs> I, I, I haven't picked a close one yet. I haven't no. been able to predict a score yet, but I'd say I'll give, uh, you getting Ferndale. Yeah. Yeah. I think if Ferndale wins these next two games, I think they're a playoff team. Oh, okay. Because the teams they played, but they can get that big statement win against Birmingham Detroit Country Day. Yeah. Who knows? And I think Ferndale's got a good chance. Now, do I? I think I think Southfield's the best team if we're to, if we're to finish five and four to get in the playoffs. But but Ferndale, I would ha- rank my second best All right. odds to get in the playoffs at five and four. So, I got the Eagles winning this one over Royal Oak. Um, but the game they're going to really need is next week when they go to Birmingham Detroit Country Day take on the Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Um, so, I've got Ferdinand winning this one, no problem. Yeah. So, we'll see where they're at. Yeah. Um, next, we got Avondale and Berkeley. Um, Avondale cut off three bad losses, <laughs> sitting at three and four. Do they get off the schneid? They got the schneid. Um, Do you think they win? I think they'll snap the losing streak against Berkeley. Um, I I mean, like, but they're not in a good spot right now. They no. would be at four and four, needing to beat Seaholm to go to five and four. I mean, I could see see I could see it, but if <laughs> it's going to be a tough sell for yeah, me it, what they yeah. have right now. Tough, I mean, tough sell is a very good way to put it. I mean, that loss to Ferndale kind of like destroyed their playoff hopes right now. Yeah. I mean, like, because I don't think their strength of schedule has really helped them. You know, yes, they played Detroit Renaissance and all that, but but I just don't know if they can get in five and four. Um, if they do win, I think they're going to win this week against Berkeley, but I don't know where. Yeah, it's I mean, happen. if yeah, I I think they. They break the streak and they get a W. And then Berkeley's having a tough year themselves. I mean, I mean, but I have a lot of confidence in Sean Shields. He can get that program turned around. I really feel bad for that team down there at Berkeley. Um, we'll see where they're at. We're gonna see where they're at. Yeah. Um, the big one in the blue. Um, the Farmington Cup. Yeah. Seven and zero versus seven and zero. Been waiting for this one. You got both teams' experience. Both teams have Harrison kids in their rosters. Yeah. It's a 7-0 Farmington versus 7-0 North Farmington. North Farmington is 7-0 for the first time since 1984. My. North Far- and then um Farmington is Farmington 
went to the regional final a year ago. Yes. So when experience, you look at playoff when, experience, when you look at this game, I mean, this is huge. Think about this. North Farmington is going to be a madhouse. <laughs> it's going to be an absolute madhouse Friday night down there. State champs, I know that podcast um, that already declared that that game's going to be their game. quote main event. Is it? Yeah. So I can't see how you couldn't call it that. Yeah, I can't see that either. But when you look at both these teams, I don't know if the blue has really tested them. See, yes. And that's what we've been mm-hmm. talking week to week. Mm-hmm. Like, who had the harder schedule? Yeah. I mean, North Farmington's, I think North Farmington's toughest game's been water for Kettering. And, then, and that was early on. That was week one. Yeah. And then Farmington's tough game, Farmington really hasn't been tested. I mean, like, whereas Avondale, whereas, um, whereas these two teams, each other, are going to test each other. Yeah. So when you look at this game, <laughs> you know, when you look at this game, considering the next week, we don't know where Farmington's playing next week. And then North Farmington, they close out the year with Ypsilanti Lincoln. Ooh. So when I look at this game. So North Farmington, you don't know where, who's. We don't know who Farmington's playing. We, I talked to you about Farmington earlier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but North Farmington plays Ypsilanti Lincoln to close out the year. Okay. So this game's got all the written marbles on it. Yeah. Likely home game in the playoffs on the line. <laughs> yeah. Likely, likely, um, you know, where are you going to go for playoffs? Where are you going to, um, and if you, and if m- there's a ton on the line, this yeah, game. The yeah. blue titles on the line, the farm to cups on the line. I mean, every, but, the whole marbles are on the line. And think of it too. Like these two schools, I mean, you had three in the area, right? Mm-hmm. You got two now. Yep. And not only did you have one in the area, but a powerhouse. Yeah, Harrison. Right, Harrison. So now that's gone. That that uh, you know that big juggernaut is no more. And t- don't you see these two schools just just rolling in this? I mean, just having a blast, saying, "Hey, we've got now we have two teams here. We get some spotlight on us." Because Harrison really did suck the air out of the room. I mean, they were they were the talking point. It seemed like all the time, just mm-hmm. because in of Farmington. The, yes. So now you have the two, just two now, in North Farmington and Farmington. Yes, and now uh, this the town's got to be going crazy, you know. And well, both their schools, both their schools cr- are seven and zero, going crazy because now you have who I, you couldn't have predicted this. I didn't see this coming. You know, seven zero, seven zero coming in. Well, I thought Avondale would have been in the mix, but you know, I was very disappointed. But as far as a community's concerned, you oh, have yeah. to. I mean, imagine like, you know, Stony Creek's winning state title after state title, and you got Adams and Rochester. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, we're doing the best we can, and then that big beast is gone. And you're like, hey, we can grab the reins now. I mean, you look at North Farmington Amazing. had that metamorphosis yes. with the Harrison coaching staff with John Harrison taking over that yes. team. Farmington, of course, you know, of course, the Roach there. Yes. Um, you look at that. T- you look at this is going to be huge. <laughs> it's awesome. This is going to be huge. But I'm just concerned when both these teams get in the playoffs, they really haven't been tested. And one of those teams could go out to Wall Lake Western yeah. and play a Western team who's been virtually playing a very tough schedule. Yeah. And that could be a, that's a possibility. Or they could see each other in the first round. <laughs> so... Wouldn't that be a a, a kick, man? That, Would be very interesting. That'd be crazy. But yeah, to have these guys seven and zero, seven and zero coming in, I didn't think that was going to happen. 
because uh, you know when you ch- have a regime change and you have coaching changes and all that stuff, it takes time. It does take time, and we've seen it from good programs like Orion ran into it. Other teams have run into it, and you know it takes two, three years to get them back up to speed because you change the system. One year, dude, or under a year, and here you have well, North Well, that's Martin. the Hurstine effect over there. It's amazing. That's the Hurstine effect. You know what I mean? That's the Harrison effect Heck over yeah. there. Heck yeah. So when you look at this game on paper. Who do you have? I'm going to go with Farmington in this one. Ooh, playoff experience. Because when you look at Farmington, playoff experience matters in this one. It does. Um, I'm a little concerned about their quarterback situation, even okay. though Max Martin might be their starting quarterback. Um, even though Stevie Guerrero's had a really good year at quarterback as well. Um, I just think the playoff experience is there. But if it was a coaching matchup, I would take Norse. But I got to give an edge to Farmington because of the playoff experience. Who do you got? As you're talking, I'm still I'm wavering. I'm going from one to the other. I'm like, yeah, he's right. He's right. They go, but they're on a roll at North. They're rolling. They're having a blast. These kids are believing. They're enjoying this they ride. They suffered enough. I know that. They Yes. I mean, they're enjoying this ride. Um, You think North takes I'm gonna the go, cup? I'm going to go north by three. I'm going Farmington by three. That's going to be a crazy game. <laughs> it is. That'll be an absolute crazy game. It's just game. one of those things where, you know, we've seen teams. You go, really? And they go on a roll. And once you start rolling and you, you have all those kids, you get them believing and you know rolling along with that momentum they got momentum on their side and they're at home correct yeah they're at home it's at north so it's basically a push but i'll give them a three i'm game three okay no hey again it goes to you can't play sloppy no no mistakes if you're you're gonna knock down farmington you better play clean yep if you're not clean it's gonna get ugly yep that's gonna be a heck of a game down there that'll be a heck of a game down there. i hope that's being recorded by the it should Community be recorded. Television it down should there. be recorded. Farmington Ten TV Ten. Okay. It better be recorded. Oh, down I there. hope so because that's one I would I would seek out. Yeah, that's the, that's the channel you should seek out. Farmington TV Ten down there. Yeah, the community I think television. That's the community television down there. Yeah. All right, let's go from the blue to the white. Um, <laughs> let's look at Oak Park versus Troy Athens. Um, that game's at Oak Park. Um, do you think Troy Athens has a chance against Oak Park? I don't I, think so. I feel bad for Coach Billy Keenison's team. You know, he's got three wins this year. Yeah. Better than one, though. Hey, you know, different community, uh, different teams and their communities uh, rate success differently. Yeah. As long as you're progressing, take it and run, baby. That's what Oak Park's doing. Yeah. Oak Park. Oak. I think Oak Park's in a blowout at Athens, unfortunately. Um, The Falcon Frenzy game. Ah. The Falcon Frenzy game this week. We got Stony <laughs> Creek at Rochester. You know what they do? They get, they do so many great things down there at Rochester. You know, they bring all the elementary schools, oh, the yeah. middle schools together. They got games. They got um, really. They got they bring the bands together, cheerleaders. That's I mean, awesome. like everything down, everything. They See, bring all the excitement up. All the excitement. That's what makes high school football awesome. Mm-hmm. Right when you get a community together that sees all of the elements that go into what make this game fun, mm-hmm. and the atmosphere and the band playing, and you know, it, it takes away from oh the, the numbers are down or win loss records or whatever. But when you get the bands together, you get the kids, all the kids having a good time, 
The and parent, I think just and having I think, a blast. And That's I think, awesome. Um, and I think one of the radio stations in Metro Detroit, you should come to this game. I really, nine five five. Okay, in Detroit. Um, That's great. That's fantastic. That, and they, it's it's a huge event, huge community event for Rochester. Now the game this week is Stony Creek and Rochester. Yeah. To me, the storyline we talked about this earlier. So it's at Rochester. It's at Rochester. Uh, it's Nick Merlo's return okay. to Rochester. I'll just say this: they got. Uh, Livernoy, all tore up. Yeah. Nightmare. Yes. Livernoy is oh, basically all torn up. Horrible. Right now. Horrible down there. Yeah. Livernoy is all torn up right so, now. So if you're going think- to the game, I say you probably need to show up on Wednesday. <laughs> nah. I wouldn't. It's show gonna take up forever when- to get there. Help Thursday. Well, if you're Stony Creek, you're- all you gotta do really, if you're Stony Creek, yeah, yeah roll down the road. If you're Stony Creek, you just gotta take Tinkin all the way down <laughs> to the um to the loop. Yeah. Oh wait, Livernois is blocked off. So, yeah, it's locked. Okay, so it's a mess. If you're Stony Creek, I would take Tinkin basically to Walton Boulevard. Yeah. And then um the Walton Boulevard, then you pass okay. the Livernois light and make a left. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you're gonna get it. It is horrible. It's horrible. Livernois is a nightmare. And it especially if is. you got this big festival going on, all the bodies and film that place up. Yep. So it's gonna get be get there early. Get there early. You got the Stony <laughs> Creek um core. And then you have the um, Soldiers of Fortune, which is Rochester student section. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, I think the game's going to be a blowout. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout because I think Stony Creek's going to go in there and um, just hammer Rochester behind. Um, I think Stony Creek's more healthier. Their line is very good. They got more balance. Yeah. Rochester's um, defensive line is has a hard time, yeah, especially it's size. You and know, the injuries have killed Rochester. Yeah, yeah. Injuries have killed Rochester, but so. we—they're gamers, though. We saw them at Lake Orion. Yeah, they—they they came out to play. Yeah, and uh, they're not going to just fold and go away. No, especially in a rivalry game. So, no. mind your p's and q's. Play a clean game, and yeah. the Stony should get out there with a W. Okay, we got the Battle of Birmingham now. Groves at yeah. see home at Groves. Of course, this one's going to be really interesting. Groves has won six straight. See home against see home, including last year being them twice. Um, Seaholm, of course, comes in at five and two. Groves is six and one. Um, so what's your thoughts about this game? Groves is looking good. You think Groves, you don't give Seaholm a chance? Um, I'll give him a chance. Everybody has a chance. But Groves just looks good. Too much. Yeah, I can see Groves winning this one. Too much depth. Too much depth on Groves' side. I think it's going to be really interesting. They're putting a season together. Yes, they are. Um, it'll make it seven straight against Seaholm there. Um, and then, of course, we have Bloomfield Hills against Troy. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because will Troy score a point this week? And, and Troy is at home. No, Troy is so at Bloomfield Hills. Do they score a point this week? I can't believe it's hard to answer that question. Yeah. Um, they were shut up 51 up last week. Yes. You think they score a point? Yes. Do you think they win? No. Okay. I'm just looking for a point. Yeah. So the, uh, I mean, Bloomfield. Bloomfield Hills. Yeah. Oh. They're I mean, 0-1-7, too. They but, were swapped by West Bloomfield And last they week. give up more points than Troy does. Yes. Correct? Correct. So this is this one of those, the pillow fight of the week? I mean. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> but I think when you look at this game, I think Tanner Zielinski, Alec Ward is going to be a difference maker in this one. Um. Troy cannot guard Alec Ward straight up. I mean, they might they might need 
to double him or triple team him. Yeah. It won't matter. I think Alec Ward's going to be a huge game. Um, I don't I don't think Troy scores a point this week. Really? No. I think it's going to be – I think Blue Bay Hills wins this one probably 38-41 nothing. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. You know, and that will be a huge win for Dan Laurie and his team. Yeah, yeah. On at home, final home game of the season before they go to Rochester next week. Um, so what's happening at Troy? It's been they've been Just. very good. They've been good in the nineteen nineties and the early two thousands until um, you know, and then they had like a demographic change and yeah, look what I, happened. It's to not to to be questioning whether or not they'll just score a point. It's just kind of. It's hard. You know, I, it's kind of like you know, you look at Pontiac stuff. You want success for these kids. Yeah, you do. And I'm rooting for them. <laughs> I'm rooting for them. Uh, it's a tough task. Yeah, I don't see them winning. I. The law, Sammy. Just the law of averages. I mean, we saw this. I mean. <sighs> The right? law of averages. There's a fumble. Just anything, a tip, and a guy catches it and runs it the other way. Yeah, it was last you week. You know, or uh, a punt goes awry, and you get great field goal, field position for a potential field goal, or the law of averages says something should happen on the scoreboard yeah. once in a season. I, <laughs> we'll see what happens this week. We'll see what happens this week. Oof. OCTV's covering the West Bloomfield Oxford game this week. Um, do you think Oxford last week got shut out twenty-seven hundred by Southfield A and T? Really? Um, now they take on West Bloomfield, a team that's been rolling since the um, fourth quarter of the Lake Orion game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you see a blowout at at Wildcat Stadium. I don't know if we'll see a blowout, but it's it's not going to be close. West Bloomfield should roll, especially considering who they got next week. Um, having to go down the Wayne State to play Warren D. LaSalle. That's going to yeah, be really, really hard. Yeah, yeah, that's a toughie. You know, Warren, look what Warren D. LaSalle did to Davison. 22 nothing. Wow. Davison had the highest offense in the state coming in. Yeah. And look what happened. Wow, boy. That is a big game looming on the uh, – that's Lakers, right? That's for the Lakers, yeah. Wow. So, West Bloomfield – they should have no problem well, with Well, you don't want to overlook them. No, Because you if you're can't. prepping for De La Salle, holy moly. Yeah, that's going to um, be. I don't know. Maybe that changes a little bit. Maybe. We, we've seen West Bloomfield drop one. Surprising. Yeah, the Groves. I remember that one. Right? That was a shocker. Yeah. I mean, and that was with the waning seconds of the game, right? Right. So uh, maybe it won't be a blowout. Maybe it will be close. Oxford shows up, you think? I think they'll show up. It's just. I just think West Bloomfield's got way too many weapons. When you look at T.J. Harris, you look at Donovan Edwards, Ethan Bunch is starting to merge yeah. as, a, as, a great, as a good wide receiver. Um, Win by 17, 20? I think it's going to be at least 30. Really? I think it's going to be 30. Offensive struggles for uh, Oxford. Yeah, they've got some issues offensively. Um, and, and it comes down with Oxford is Plus their, if you, yeah. their balance. Is, yeah, they yeah. don't have a lot of balance. And I was just going to say. Last you, season, yeah. they had a ton of balance with Drew yes. Carpenter, their quarterback. I'm a little disappointed that Bud decided, Bud Riley, their coach, decided to go more conservative back to Pond the Rock. Yeah, and it, it's it's kind of surprising because we were every it took everybody off guard when they came out with that balance attack mm-hmm. and a potent balance attack. It was very potent. It was very good, and it surprised a lot of people because you're not used to that. No, but being one dimensional, if you get down early, what do you do? Your ball control. Now you have to throw. You it. gotta have to throw. You it. have to. You have to. Yeah, and. 
That's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's them. tough to. And Oxford's sitting at what again? One and six. See, that's a that's a surprise of the season, I think. That's one and six. Wow. Um, now we got A and T and Adams. This one's gonna be interesting. Yeah. A and T four and three. Adams five and two. I mean, this toss one up? could be really interesting. This is a toss up when I look at it. Um, Adams is own South at A and T in the season series. Um, for A and T, this is a huge, huge game because. Now they said if they go to four and four, having to play River Rouge next week. Now, yes, it's at home. I think it, and River Rouge right now is six and one. They play Novi Detroit Catholic Central this week. So when I look at A and T, you know, they gotta get this game. Yeah. You know, they beat Oxford twenty seven nothing, but last week. But this is the game they need to get, and Adams yeah. has had their number. Yeah. And on Adams' case, you do not want to go five and three heading in Stony Creek. No. So when you look at who do you think needs this game? Who do you who do you like in this game? You've who do seen I like? Both, who do you, you've seen both these teams on film? I have, yes, but when we saw them from then till now, different teams. At least Adams seems like a different team. When they came into Lake Orion, completely different team after Lake Orion. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, just oh, like yeah, it's like almost night and day. Like Adams picked that big win against Clarkston, so yes. you think that cloud nine emotion? Do you think they may be it due could, for a letdown? It could be a hangover. Could be a hangover. It could. That's dangerous for Adams. Yeah, it, it, and I, they're going on the road too. They're on. They're on two on the road thus far. Yeah, they they need to pick up a road win. I would say A and T. You think A and T beats yeah. Adams? Because A and T needs to get that fifth win. I like Adams in this game okay. because I think the veer, it, it it confuses people. I think the experience factor, Adams has a ton of experience. Um, I think I think Tony Petrino has has Tim Connolly's number here. Um, in this series, um, I think Adams they're gonna go on the road and get that first win. Okay, and then the football for a cure game yeah. between Lake Orion and Clarkston, um. You look at this game, this is Clarkson. <laughs> Clarkson is basically in all Princess Leia mode, basically, like, <laughs> especially because her season's on the line. You know what I mean? Princess no, Leia mode. No, you know she has a state that says, like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. you're my only hope. That's I'm not, funny. I'm not dissing Clarkson. No, no, I know, I know, but that, I, that's, that's a good way to put it. That's funny. That's what, it, I mean, they're three and four right now. The, the damsel in distress, looking for a, a, a save. They need, they need, they, they need, they need this. They need this game in the worst way possible. They absolutely do. Lake Orion sits at six and one, but there's motivation on the Dragons' part. Absolutely, because they Dude. need to win out to likely get a home game. They want a home game for the playoffs, but I don't even. I don't think they're looking beyond Clarkston because Clarkston is a huge mark on that calendar. Mm-hmm. When is the Clarkston match? Right, it's a rivalry game. It's the biggest they've one. They've lost nine. They've lost eight straight to them. I know they lost, and that's why it's looming large on the calendar for the Dragons because they go. We have a solid team this year. Lake Orion better be careful because here's why: because you got to look at the bigger picture. You got to look at the bigger picture. You know what I mean? If you finish eight and one, you're gonna have a home game. You know? Yes. You can't let your emotions. I, go I don't. Nuts. I don't think their emotions go nuts, but I know they'll be focused mm-hmm. because of that, right? Because not, 
you keep going back to the the home game situation. That's just an added bonus if you if you can win out. But having that Clarkson game, their motivation is we want to beat them. It's been a while, and it's, it's a, while. and we're due. And, and it's at Clarkson. It's at Clarkson, and would it be sweeter to beat them on, on the, the road, road at their place? Lake and it's Orion's been, nine been a years. good road team. Lake Orion's they been have. a very good road team. Yep. And but the pro, the place they have have had issues has been it's been at Clarkson. If they can get by this demon, they can get by this demon, then I think the sky's the limit for this football team. Mm. For Clarkson, everything's on the line. Well, they're th- every the co- everything. they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at them. Everything, you know. When you and Lake Orion game. knows it, and Lake Orion knows it. Yes, so. They're going to get Clarkson's best shot. Absolutely. And I think Clarkson's going to get Lake Orion's. Now, what did we see with Lake Orion against Rochester? Did not, they looked they they look vulnerable they, at they, times. They, they won big. on. You saw the scoreboard. Yeah, you had a running clock, and you went away. They, but, but they looked vulnerable but they at times. Didn't look, they didn't look sharp early. No. They a lot of look, penalties. And we've seen a lot of penalties over the last couple of weeks. Right, a lot of penalties. They, Silly penalties. Like, Warren coach John Blackstock has to clean that up, yeah. the penalties. They have to play mistake-free football against Clarkson because yeah. Clarkson typically does not make a ton of mistakes. They usually don't. They don't beat themselves. They don't beat themselves. We've been saying that for we've been ever. Saying that. We've been saying that. Clarkson, we know, has a history of taking some risks and paying it off. Look at two weeks ago against Southwood A&T. Yeah. When, when A&T took a really dumb penalty. You know, on the um, field goal attempt that was blocked, but they got called for a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Um, and then last week, the onside kick where yeah. Clarkston were against Adams, where Clarkson ended up recovering, went down and scored. Yeah. Clarkston can score. We know that. They have playmakers, young playmakers. Yes. We know about Ethan Clark. We know about Jack Kern. We know about um, we know about um Jack Donald, their um wide receiver. I mean. And we know about the, their offense, their line. Splinter, Dillinger. Yeah. I mean, like, then you have the younger Dillinger. You have Ben Hosser. Yeah. I mean, you have we, Blake we Coe's the in there. Yeah. We know the names. Mike DePillo. We know, we know the names. I mean, so. But I'll I, say this. They can score, mm-hmm. but the Dragon defense is legit. They are legit. So, what's the toughest defense Clarkson has faced? Besides that is not West Bloomfield. A, besides West Bloomfield. What, what is it? As, gonna, I mean, is it have, nothing think, like Lake Orion? Nothing like Lake Orion's or West Bloomfield. Yeah. I think when you look at the – and I would put Adams in a sway of that. You know, yes. I think Adams' defense is not bad. I would say right now, in that game, I'm going to take Lake Orion in a shootout. Oh. I think it's going you, to be a really? shootout. Mm-hmm. Because, because I don't think Clarkson's got an – because Clarkson – Secondary and linebackers are suspect. Okay. You look at, and then you look at Clarkston. You know, yeah, Spindler, Dillinger, you know what I mean? They have Ethan Clark, you know what I mean? If Lake Orion, Lake Orion's pass defense has been, has been up and down. Yes. You know, so, and Mike DePillo's a six foot five quarterback. So, it'll be very interesting to see. I, I see this game being a shootout. But I think Lake Orion takes us. I think they got way too much more balance. Okay. Um, and we'll see. We will see what happens. And, now, and it, you have you have the Dragons winning. I have Lake Orion winning. Who do you got? 
I would say Lake Orion, but uh, I didn't see a shootout coming mm-hmm. because, I mean, the run defense for the Dragons is it's pretty very good. It's the very, run defense very, very good. <laughs> so if you make them one-dimensional, what would we talk about? If it, do I think Clarkson wants to extend the game? Mm-hmm. Will Lake Orion burn the clock? If they can run the ball, they'll shorten the game. It, right. It's really going to come down, like you said, it's going to come down to, it is going to come down to both secondaries, I guess. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh-huh. Um, can they run against that defensive front of Clarkston? Especially because you, um, you have, um, you got the, t- you have Spindler especially plays both ways. Yes. So, but can you, can you wear that guy down? You know, we've, we've seen him go away in certain games and mm-hmm. dominate in others and that sort of thing. W- which one is he this time, right? But this is the game Clarkson they have absolutely to win. need. Yeah. Absolutely need. I'm going to say. And you know that game will be televised on independent television. Yeah, in, ITV will be there. Um, we will not be streaming it. Uh, they have no space for us, supposedly, and so we can't get in to get that out. Um, plus other considerations <laughs> I'll get into. Um, so yeah, we'll have the game on Owen TV on replay, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm considering going out to that game. That'd be a hell of a um, game. Um, I know uh, my wife works over at the Clarkston schools. She knows a lot of those kids, great kids on, on that side of the, you know, like on Clarkston's team. So we're thinking of going down there just to see it, just because it is such a, a big It'll deal. It'll be a heck of a game between those two. I'll teams. say. And I'm it's gonna, a I'm, football for a cure game. Absolutely. Great cause. Great event. I mean, Even it's though fantastic. Lake Orion's one and three in those yeah. games. I would say look at the history of why they're one and three. Not because it's a specialty game, but I'd say the makeup of the teams. That's why they're one and three. Once you say, come on, Sam, it's not the funny jerseys, you know, right? They're going to be wearing (laughs) special jerseys, both teams for that game. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I would say Lake Orion, but I'm going to say seven points within seven. You think it's going to be seven? Yeah. Lake Orion in the last um, few games has scored over um, 30 points. Well, I'm going to say they're going to win by seven. You think Lake Orion's scoring over 30? Uh, no. No? No. Because I think we've seen the, the Dragons making silly mistakes. Yeah. If they can cut them down, then yeah. If they continue on the trend they have the last couple of weeks, no. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Good like games. Spend, like to send special congratulations out to the um, Troy and girls, girls golf teams are winning yeah. regional championships this year, this weekend. Um, tennis congratulations team too, right? Those teams, tennis, Ro- Rochester's yep. tennis Rochester team. Rochester tennis, yep. yep. Regional champs. Regional champs. Keep an eye on the soccer playoffs as well. Um, volleyball still in the middle of their season as well, so we'll see what happens going forward. Yep. Um, this is Sammy Tamina here. I'm going to sign off here. Take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, now it's produced by Sammy Terabina. The views on the show are his and his alone. Make your own podcast. Call Owen TV at 248-393-1060. We'll see you next week. See ya.